Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Well, good afternoon, and welcome to Healthy Choices XM as we're broadcasting live from our XM studios in Austin, Texas, on this typical summer weekend. Of course, it's 100 degrees everywhere, and I don't know, it just seems like it's getting hotter and hotter here in Texas. I'm your host, Ray Solano, clinical pharmacist and clinical nutritionist. You know, we're dedicated to give you choices in your health care, and you're going to really enjoy today's guest. Our topic today is toxic mold. Why we should be concerned. This is a very controversial subject and topic in the medical community for some. And one of our most requested subjects for our radio show over and over again. We welcome all our new listeners as we are becoming the most popular radio show on the weekend XM Family Talk Series 131. And also Wellness Radio 1570 out of Minnesota as welcome all of our new listeners. And our phone number is 877 877- Nine five six nine five six six. If you want to join us, or you could just text us five one two two one nine zero seven two four anytime during the show, or even through podcasts. We'll be happy to get back to you. Our our guest today is Dr. Margaret Christensen. She's the founder of the Carpathia Collaborative Clinic in Dallas, Texas. Dr. Christensen is a leading expert in functional medicine and a past board certified OBGYN for. 23 years, lots of children, before she transitioned to the important area of medicine as a leading authority in the treatments for toxic mold. Before Dr. Christensen joins us, let me briefly review why we chose this subject. We all know mold is everywhere, but some produce microtoxins. and These can literally disable anyone, not just Uh, elderly or people that are weakened. It can be adults. It could be in any economic condition as well as children. So anyone who is susceptible to these toxins is very disabling, has a tremendous amount of symptoms that we're going to go through. Sometimes they're very benign, but this is also very misdiagnosed condition and many times misunderstood. Quick announcement. We'd like to thank our sponsors of our radio show, Prescription Dispensing Labs, or better known as PD Labs. Website is pdlabsrx.com. That's pdlabsrx.com. And check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com, for any follow-up information or items featured on our show and also our special exclusive uh, formulas. Our guest today is Dr. Margaret Christensen of the Carpathia Collaborative Practice in Dallas. She has just an amazing resume and you're going to listen to our show and see what a what a skilled practitioner she is as as a medical doctor, a teacher and starting out as a leading OBGYN physician and then transitioning to an expert in functional medicine to solve her own health struggles and now continues her passion to educate colleagues and treat patients suffering from toxic mold and other conditions that are chronic. Welcome to Healthy Choices XM, Dr. Christensen. How are you doing today? Uh, good. Thank, thank you, Ray. Yeah, and it's, it's just as hot here in Dallas. So. I know. I appreciate, just, yeah, appreciate the introduction. 
I can't wait yeah. until we we get some cool weather. It's it seems like uh, every year we, we we think it's getting hotter and hotter, right? Right, right. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you for joining us today. After visiting your amazing clinic last week, you know, we we really appreciate the time that you're taking to join us on this Saturday. I'm sure you've got a million other things to do, and you have so many patients that are that are pulling at you all the time. But maybe you can share with our listeners, Doctor, your journey from, you know, delivering babies to now treating your to eventually treating your own illness uh, in your own encounter with mold and toxic mold, and it almost crippled you. And maybe you can uh, share that story with our listeners. Sure. Um, uh, well, thank you. And, and I would say um, I, I, I have a hard time perhaps with the word expert. I think I have a lot of expertise. Uh, I think that there's this is a whole evolving field, and there's a lot of people who have a lot of different puzzle pieces, and I think that one of the things that I'm trying to do is pull together a lot of information that's coming across many different fields and from many different practitioners and many other what I would call experts out there. And um, I started out, um, I'm a, um, uh, I was board certified OBGYN for 23 years and had a really wonderful practice uh, here in Dallas. I did a lot of um I was kind of at the leading edge from um, progressive obstetrics and uh, had nurse midwives in my practice and, you know, really believed in the power of the, of the body to, um, to give birth and, and the power of our bodies uh, and the normal rhythms and cycles. And um, I loved my work. And uh, I, but over time I was getting just more and more and more fatigued. And, and now, you know, granted I had four kids, I had a huge practice, I was supervising um, you know, uh, other nurse practitioners and nurse midwives, and and I had a lot of sleep dep- deprivation. Um, sure. Uh, as as well as, yeah, yeah, and I also had a history of having had a lot of antibiotics earlier in my uh, in my life, so uh, I was primed. My immune system was just depressed from lots of stress and lots of sleepless nights, et cetera, and then um, I, I kept getting, you know, sicker and, and just feeling worse and worse, terrible fibromyalgia, my whole body hurt, um, and my brain just wasn't working. And I just couldn't put two words together and, uh, you know, felt, and I was just so fatigued. And, and as a type A personality, this just wasn't making any sense. And I, I got so, it was so bad that I ended up closing my practice um, and took two years off. And I still couldn't, I still wasn't feeling better. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, I got, I fell into functional medicine because I was the, my, you know, I went to see all my colleagues. They said, well, honey, you're, you know, you're just depressed or, you know, here's your antidepressants, you're, you're in pain, here's some pain medications, go see the physical therapist. And these were all really good and well-meaning people, um, and my colleagues and, but nothing was, nothing was helping me. And even though I closed my practice, I still could not sleep. And, uh. Now, the other thing that was going on is that my family was sick in various different ways, but again, I couldn't, I did never put the puzzle pieces together. I fell into functional medicine, started learning about nutrition, changed my diet, got on some nutrients, uh, started working with a compounding pharmacist, and lo and behold, I felt a whole lot better. Um, and uh, until uh, eight years later, I got re-exposed, and by this time, I'd gotten into functional medicine. I just started a little boutique practice, and I was doing hormones. Um, but what unbeknownst to me um, that, uh, A, we never got rid of any of the stuff that was in a moldy house when I first got sick and my family was sick. I still didn't even know that that was the problem. Uh, but the building I was in in my little new office was very, very sick. 
and uh, I was being exposed and just went down the tubes again, had to take another year off, uh, you know, got, went to see Dr. Ray at the Environmental Health Center, got tested for toxic mold uh, using a real-time urine mycotoxin test, and, uh, and started working with Dr. Ray and also uh, um, Dr. Alan Johnson, Al- Alfred Johnson in hyperbaric and doing IVs. I ended up seeing Dr. Shoemaker, and uh, it was this kind of long process. Uh, and that's really how I got into this. Um, and uh, unbeknownst to me, I didn't realize that many of the health challenges that my family were having were sequela of untreated mold. Right, right. You know, it's it's really, you know, you're giving a journey, and there's probably thousands of people that are going, yeah, I've done that. I've been through that one. I've seen that physician. That's exactly what I've been going through. And, and, and that's what you're good as you're, you're really expert at, uh, being able to relate to people and be able to listen to them. And, doctor, as we continue this, this discussion, you know, it's one thing that a fact that we we looked at is the reason why this is so controversial. If you look at the CDC website, when you when you look at toxic mold, they they're saying that toxic mold is not accurate. And you say that some molds are toxigenic and poisonous, but there's mold everywhere in the air, and then many and these case reports of toxicity of mold toxicity are rare health conditions. And there's very little link between the toxigenic mold and conditions has not been proven. And we also know that over 25% of our buildings have uh, are associated with mold uh, toxicity or mold uh, mold damage, water damage. So, you know, it's, it's no wonder why we have so much of a, a, a disconnect as to reason why some people are saying we're Fifty percent of the of the illnesses, or chronic illnesses that they see in their practices, are due to this. It, it, it is is sometimes very difficult for patients to get answers, isn't it? Absolutely, and you know the the, the challenge is, um, you know, and and what it's, I guess is very unfortunate regarding the CDC website is uh, the data that they have up there is very outdated and or. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of industry influence from the housing industry, from the insurance industry, uh, you know, et cetera, to, um, to not enlighten uh, right. our, uh, our populace as well as our clinicians. But, you know, certainly well over 50% of what I see, and I, I do tertiary care functional medicine uh, at, at this point. I mean, I do a lot of wellness and hormones piece, but but now I see a lot of very chronic, complex illnesses with a lot of neurological uh, components, uh, chronic immune system issues, uh, chronic psychiatric and mental health uh, issues, uh, brain dysfunction, dementia, a ton of hormonal problems, uh, all related to uh, the uh, toxigenicity of uh, molds. And, um, you know, we know that aflatoxins uh, are one of the most carcinogenic substances out there. And... What's different, uh, and, and absolutely, have, we been, have molds been around for, you know, a million years? No question. Uh, and uh, what's different now is no different than we're seeing with the superweeds and, um, and antibiotic-resistant uh, bacteria uh, calling super infections. Uh, we're seeing super molds uh, growing inside sheetrock uh, wow. on the papers inside houses that are really tight. And so that's really changed uh, a lot in the past 
certainly since the 1970s and the energy crisis, that was part of what happened. Um, and uh, and then with all these challenges with old buildings, standing water, uh, and uh, certainly with uh, any kind of uh, flooding interiorly, whether it's from an air conditioning system or a window or a toilet flooding, et cetera, uh, the, it's the sheetrock that can get wet on the inside and some of the building materials, and they off-scout. Uh, and it's it's not just molds. It's it's a whole complex colony producing lots of chemicals. And um, and and we know you know, triclosetines are used as nerve gases uh, in in chemical warfare. Uh, and that's wow. one of the things that that's coming off uh, those. So you know to say that there is not health problems is uh, is uh, just incredibly uh, I think a detriment to the public health. Um, you know, you and I both know that, uh, that Dale Bredesen, who's doing all the research on reversing early cognitive decline, has basically identified, you know, what he would call inhalation dementia. And this particularly affects uh, women, uh, women, you know, starting in their 50s. Uh, you know, breathing that in uh, can really affect brain function. It's, it's very unfortunate that we, we and that's what our show is about. We, it was, we, we want to give people choices in their health care. You can join us anytime. Our phone number is 877-956-9566. You're listening to Healthy Choices. Dr. Margaret Christensen is a calling us from Dallas, Texas, Collabora, uh, Carpathia Collaborative Practice, excuse me. And text us anytime at 512-219-0724. You know, Dr., we Fortunately, schools has already started in many areas of the uh, of the South and in other areas in the Northeast. It's right around the corner, and I can't help to really be uh, scared that many of these buildings, these schools, we've had many instances of mold exposure, and I can't think of another substance that can affect the mental performance and also. The, the mental health of children than acknowledging uh, the conditions of mold. Would you agree? Oh, a- absolutely. And, uh, you know, a study was done uh, looking at um, at children in Poland. Um, uh, this wasn't necessarily in schools, but this was in their homes. Just looking at, you know, kids with visible mold, we know that um, it decreases the IQ by almost 10 points. And, uh, you know, that here's the challenge, that if you, you know, if your kids in the whole classrooms are having chronic runny nose, cough, asthma, allergies, and just, you know, they're not feel good, um, and have all been diagnosed now with ADD, ADHD, um, and, again, chronic sinus uh, challenges, bronchitis, upper respiratory infections, th- that's when you really probably need to start asking questions. Um, and that's not, you know, you're absolutely right in schools as well as you know, in your office buildings as well as at home. And if you've had chronic recurrent sinus infections or allergies, then what happens is you end up being on a lot of antibiotics for those things. Those antibiotics, uh, we know, disrupt the good, healthy microbiome in the whole body, but in the gastrointestinal tract in particular where our immune system is. And this is one of the setups for chronic immune system suppression and dysfunction triggering autoimmune diseases. So uh, there are a lot of uh, ways we know that we can help clear up allergies and molds and sinus infections without resorting to antibiotics, and that's one of the things uh, that uh, I know that we, we work with your uh, lab very closely with, uh, using different protocols to uh, identify these things. But 
uh, is something absolutely that I think parents uh, throughout the country need to be very aware of air quality issues in their schools and to make it a priority, um, you know, and, and when you have a bunch of parents all at once, you can't, you, you, they can't get shut down. <laughs> uh, That's right. Whereas when you have one, you know, one or two complaining, um, it's, uh, you know, often it's problematic. Dr. Shoemaker uh, has uh, nicely outlined several school cases in, um, in his books, uh, <clears throat> The Surviving Mold and uh, Mold Warriors. So, you know, folks may want to take a look at that. And, it, and his website, survivingmold.com, is also a nice uh, template for, for patients to understand the, the process mm-hmm. to, to get healed. Because, yes, we're talking about uh, many of the consequences of being exposed or being susceptible. But we're also today in our, in our show, we're going to give people solutions. And we want people to, re- to realize that there's, there, there is hope. And as you, just, as you mentioned, finally, we're acknowledging a microbiome. And when you, today's Wall Street Journal is headlined to stay healthy, keep your microbiomes in line. Finally, it sounds like we're acknowledging that good bacteria is our best defense against uh, insults of injuries and also constantly changing environments. So we're starting to see that the microbiome, this, this ecosystem is so critical for us to be able to ward off all these invaders. So finally, it's, it's what you've been uh, talking about and we've been, uh, both been uh, discussing for over 10 years. It, 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 you know, one of the philosophies that you have always said is the body has the capacity to heal ourselves. And so we just have to let it be able to function. Uh, maybe you can expand on that for our, our listeners. Sure, sure. I mean, uh, and, and that's really what I, I tell all of our clients and, you know, that I've told all of my patients from, from the beginning is that, you know, we were designed, that our bodies are just incredibly miraculous and so powerful in um, uh, knowing what to do to heal. And so we can support that. Uh, from a functional whole systems medicine standpoint, uh, I have, you know, I stand on the shoulder of giants, uh, and Dr. Sid Baker and Dr. Jeff Bland, and many people know, you know, Mark Hyman as an educator and teacher and author. Um, and uh, what we know is that you can ask two questions with any kind of uh, disease process uh, or symptomatic process going on, and the questions are, what is it that you need more of that you are missing, whether that's sleep or nutrients or affection or, um, uh, you know, much better diet and antioxidants. Uh, so what do you need more of? And the second question is, what is it that you need to get rid of? What is it in, the, in your body and in your life that may be um, toxic or unhealthy for you that you need to let go of? And that could be everything from, you know, heavy metals and bad bacteria in your intestines to being able to have a good poop every day to uh, having toxic relationships in your life and, um, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, again, unhealthy uh, situations or trauma that needs to get resolved. So those are the kind of two questions that we can ask. And then we look at what are the five uh, different causes that underlie any disease process. You can, you can sort of look at these five areas, and um, they would be, you know, inflammation and uh, infection, uh, trauma uh, of, of any sort, uh, diet and nutrients, uh, and 
uh, little bit infection. I'm, I'm missing one. That's real important. It'll come back to me. Um, <laughs> so, so um, uh, again, toxins. Yeah, to- to- toxins, toxins, stress. Yeah, toxins, stress, infection, uh, inflammation. Um, so uh, those are the things that we're looking at from a functional standpoint and asking the question, uh, what is the body's total body burden? Kind of a, from a toxicity standpoint, uh, and how well is your body able to get rid of things, and what type of tools for resiliency that you have? And those are all the kind of things that we're asking and we're engaging when I'm approaching any complex chronic illness, and particularly um, our toxic mold patients, many of whom have been many years uh, going from doctor to doctor to doctor, not being able to figure out what's wrong with them. And, um, you know, just being treated symptomatically on many different medications and often traumatized, frankly, from uh, a system that is, you know, thinks, oh, you're just crazy um, and there's nothing wrong with you. Here, take your antidepressants. Um, So uh, that's the approach. If we we do one thing today, our goal for today is for all of our listeners, if they have some of these symptoms that we're talking about, headache, fatigue, chronic, uh, stiff uh, joint uh, Stiffness, maybe constant allergies, urinary tract, oh, excuse me, aller, uh, sinus infections. You're not crazy. There's some, right. there's hope. And we're going to give you answers today on our, our show. We're going to give you uh, practitioners that, uh, that can listen to you uh, in your area. So if you learn one thing, you're not crazy and there's hope and there's solutions out there. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And kind of speaking of crazy, um, uh, actually many, many psychiatric conditions, um, toxic mold can be a trigger as well as other infections. Uh, and so, you know, chronic anxiety, sleep disturbances, bipolar, uh, we know that uh, underlying uh, alcohols and toxic mold can be an issue because it's so irritating to the nervous system. And um, uh, underlying psychoses, uh, some of the toxins in mold are hallucinogens. So you're, you're looking wow. at things like psychotic states and schizophrenia. Uh, all of those, can, can, toxic mold can be one of the triggers. And or chronic mycotoxins also coming from fungal overgrowth within the body, in the gastrointestinal tract, because all these illnesses are being treated with antibiotics. And uh, so I've seen you know, a lot of interstitial cystitis as well as psychiatric symptoms, you know, prostatitis symptoms, um, and uh, hormonal symptoms, it, it really cuts across every area. And uh, but fatigue tends to be one of the biggest challenges and kind of brain fog. Mm-hmm. Just like just like yourself, you had to take two years yeah. out of your practice. And, and we've had other yeah. people are very, uh, that are unable to work and had other people that had successful businesses that had to give it up. So this is what, what our show is about. And then the second half of our show, we're going to give you some more solutions and how to detect maybe if toxic mold is part of your your problem and and also we're going to go through uh, maybe some survival tips of how you can change your environment on our show today our phone number is 877-956-9566 if you want to join us or text us phone number is 512-219-0724 you can text us any of your questions here listening to Dr. Margaret Christensen as we're going through some of the effects of toxic mold. We're going to have to take a, a short break here, but, you know, uh, Dr. Margaret, we also have talked about uh, the VCS test, the visual yeah. uh, contrast test. 
Uh, is that something that uh, you agree with? Yeah, I, uh, that's one of the very simple, inexpensive screening tests. I like to send people to survivingmold.com. It's only $15. There's a great questionnaire that goes with it. Um, there's also a free one that's online. Uh, but uh, it was a test developed by the military to help uh, looking at the ability to discriminate very fine gray lines because it's the capillaries, the little teeny blood vessels in the eyes that are surrounding the nerve and the optic nerve that are, are one of the first areas that are affected by neurotoxins. Uh, so not, not just necessarily uh, mold, toxic mold, uh, some other right. things as well. But it's a great, uh, very simple screening test, and I would encourage folks to uh, do that if they're having some of these chronic illnesses. We'll be back right after the break. A little bit more with Dr. Margaret Christensen talking about toxic mold on Healthy Choices XM.
Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566. Well, welcome back to Healthy Choices XM. I'm your host, Ray Solano. We're interviewing Dr. Margaret Christensen, talking about toxic mold. You can listen to a Texas anytime during our our broadcast at 512-219-0724. If you want to join us, 877-956-9566. And if you just joined us, the first half of our hour, we went through a very interesting discussion on how Dr. Margaret Christensen, her journey through as a successful uh, OBGYN physician transitioning into functional medicine to be able to cure her own condition as a result that she was afflicted by some of these mycotoxins, these toxic molds that changed her life and almost it disabled her to the point where she had a cure herself. So, And also we realized that, you know, we talked about some of these exposures to these toxic molds can have some very serious consequences from severe fatigue to psychiatric disorders or just it's severe allergic conditions. So you know, this is a very misunderstood uh, condition that even the CDC says is rare, but many uh, physicians disagree with this and, and finding that it can be over 50% of many of their chronically ill patients. We understand that over 25% of the buildings have water damage. So this is something, a condition that we need to pay attention with. Dr. Christensen, uh, we have a a caller. Uh, Mm -hmm. Debbie has a question for us. Let's just go to the uh, phone banks. And Debbie, welcome to Healthy Choices XM. Uh, uh, I was calling because I happened to be, hello? Yes, you're on the air. Go ahead. Oh, I was calling because I happened to be listening, and um, I'm going to miss some of it, and I'm going to be real sick about it because I've been having a lot of, I've always had a lot of uh, sinus infections. My body is breaking down. But I'm concerned because now that you're mentioning this, I have water in my basement, and I've been wondering, is it mold or something? But she said something about seroticmold.com or something. I I couldn't have catch it, and I was trying to see if you could spell that for me. Yeah, that's uh, survivingmold.com. So surviving, the word surviving, S-U-R-V-I-V-I-N-G, uh, mold. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Spell it again. It's survivingmold.com. And surviving. Yes, surviving. surviving, just yeah. like survival. Okay. Oh, yeah. surviving. Surviving mold, com. yeah. And uh, I'm sure and then, uh, Ray, you'll probably have a connection to it uh, afterwards. Mm-hmm. Well, and then my Deborah, daughter, she it, passed away a year and a half ago, and I, my mother three weeks after that, and I'm having some serious hip and back pain. I, <laughs> and now my eye flares up every month. I, I, I'm yeah. like, something is happening to me. Yeah. So I would, you know, definitely recommend that you go online and take the online visual contrast sensitivity test at, at survivingmold.com. Uh, if you if you have another place that you can go uh, or another, you know, somebody else that you can go stay with to see if you feel better when you're outside uh, your home, I would uh, strongly advise that you um, get a professional uh, mold inspector to come and look. Um, one of the things that folks can do for chronic sinus issues is use um, uh, 
a nasal a sinus rinse nasal. It comes like in a bottle. Some people you'll use a neti pot, and you can besides using the saline uh, packets that come in that, you can use uh, some drops of grapefruit seed extract, um, a couple of drops, and some colloidal silver. Um, and, uh, you know, a teaspoon of that and put it into the sinus rinse. And it's one of the ways that you can rinse out the, uh, it's like taking a shower inside your nose, rinse out the, the, the pollen that you're breathing in, any of the uh, particulate matter and any of the you know, possible mold and or mycotoxins. So that's, you know, while somebody's trying to get out of that kind of situation or if they're having problems with chronic sinus issues, uh, that's definitely what I would recommend. Yeah, I'm going to go on there and see. And like I said, just constant something. I feel like after she passed away, everything, I'm really like going down. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I would highly recommend that you get out of that, of that, uh, that home as as soon as you can, um, to a safer place while you're trying to figure out if it's a problem. Okay. Thank you. well, Thank Debbie, you. thanks for listening to Healthy Choices XM. If we can help you in any way, you can always text oh. us at 512-219-0724 if we want to find a practitioner five, in your wait, wait. area. 512-219-0724. Okay, so y'all, come, y'all going to be telling us um, what you can do. So, that's yeah. right. That's okay, right. Yeah. You so, yeah. We'll we'll get there next. Okay. okay. Great. Well, thank you uh, for that uh, question, you. Debbie. You know, it's it's also it, it's it's important for people to realize that having standing water in your basement and some of these glaring conditions, uh, Dr. Christensen, they have to be aware that this is not a healthy situation to uh, to live in, and they just need yeah. to get out of their house as best they can. Right. Uh, you know, if, if at all possible, so you know, we, we were uh, talking about what are some of the things that you can do um, and, and need to do. Uh, and, and, you know, definitely if you have identified that you've got definite water damage, you can see any visible mold, uh, and you are sick, uh, then anything that you can do to leave the situation would be um, as quickly as possible would be the, would be the best. Now, sometimes that is just not possible that it takes time to arrange for you know where to go what am i going to do etc uh and uh, but there's some there's some mitigating things that you could do um you know while you're trying to figure that out and you know one would be to try and get rid of all the carpet in your house and i would pay somebody professionally to come and remove it and then you know uh, and um uh, pay somebody who, who can bring in some big hepa filters uh, and and help to kind of suck all the air out after trying to remove carpet and you know take down drapes anything soft that may be uh, holding uh, ho- holding mold and dust um, and or could be wet uh, that would be again just something immediate and then you would want to sleep with a high quality uh, HEPA filter uh, you know in your bedroom right next to you and if you just have one safe room in the house. Again, if if you this is for if you can't get out immediately, um, these are some right, things you right. can do. Uh, other things would be to um, diffuse. You can diffuse essential oils. Uh, there, um, uh, um, essential oils, particularly in, the, in this uh, again high quality medicinal quality formulas, 
that have cloves and citrus in it are uh, very useful. So seeds, which is uh, made by Young Living, is a good one on guard by doTERRA. Uh, those are things that you could uh, at least diffuse uh, in your house. It has some toxigenic mold. Uh, it's to- they're toxic to mold. Um, and uh, 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 so those are, you know, those are kind of some... two immediate things. Get some air filters and try to get rid of carpet. Um yeah, some other some other suggestions. Um, uh, and you know, I, I would also say you know, try absolutely not to to do any uh, any kind of big remediation project by yourself um, in, in terms of like ripping down walls and all that. Right, if you wanna, right. If you want to do the construction afterwards to put things back together, um, you know that that's that's a different story, but. Uh, you need it needs to be done appropriately, and you don't want to run after stuff with bleach. Um, that's right. Uh, that, 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 that can make it worse because uh, yeah, your body uh, can't really. It's, yeah, it's an endocrine yeah. disruptor. Well, I, yeah. I think that's a good survival tip: is is to try to get out of there. This this remediate the situation as best you can. It'd be best if you can remove yourself. It, yeah. Is a uh, the essential oils is to, that are toxigenic that kill some of these mycotoxins, and then. Work on your diet. You know, this is what you you mentioned uh, early on is that the dirty dozen of foods that are exposed to high amounts of pesticides, the diet is an important part because these are endocrine disruptors, aren't they? Well, yeah. And so absolutely having a low mold diet at the same time, because what people don't realize is um, that... uh, all of our processed food and all of the grains in this country also have molds on them. And this is something that's very, very well known and understood in the animal industry because they're being fed grains. And right. um, toxigenic molds that disrupt, you know, hormones and fertility and cause the cows and pigs and things to have IBS are problematic. So we, we already know that in the, vet, in the veterinary industry. Uh, but... For humans, if you uh, put yourself on a, you know, what I would call more of a Whole30, um, preferably grain-free, minimized grains, all gluten grains, corn in particular, uh, that that can be very helpful. One of the hugest problems that we are seeing is that we've radically altered our good, healthy microbiome in our immune system in this country because of the level of pesticides and Roundup, right. which is glyphosate, that's in genetically modified foods. And we are fundamentally changing our immune system. Uh, and, you know, despite what industry has to tell us about their safe, we just know that um, a $239 million verdict just came down uh, showing that uh, Roundup causes cancer. Um, that, uh, yeah, that was out of California. In California. Yeah. I think that's so probably had, like the watershed yeah. event that it was similar to the R.J. Reynolds case for tobacco. And once Absolutely. it started, there's over 5,000 cases that they are uh, that are been levied already against the Monsanto for that. So these are, I guess, what we're looking at. You know, many times people say we're alarmist, but yeah. I think what we're talking about in today's shows are facts. You know, the, the yeah. huge differences in materials of sheetrock and materials have allowed wicking of, of mold. So this is the reason why we're having more mold than we ever had these super molds that we had before. The changes in our 
exposures to our foods and uh, that through uh, the use of glyphosate roundup the most the most prolific weed killer ever seen on the planet has changed uh, all of our good bacteria because it was an antibiotic and so now we're seeing these cascading of events that are occurring and it seems to make sense and i don't and these are indisputable uh, to, uh events we're not just making these things up and this is the reason why so many patients come into your clinic and just like this caller they they're having to figure figure it out themselves because nobody's doing the correct diagnosis on a on a level that it should be should it uh, absolutely and again as as you know in our conventional model of training as physicians we're really not ex- trained in any kind of environmental medicine, but that's really what we are seeing. All the chronic diseases that we're seeing right now have to do with the level of, you know, chemicals and toxins and lack of nutrients um, uh, that's in our environment and uh, affecting our immune system. So here's the good news, is that we can change this. And right. anything that you can do to eat beautiful, alive, vibrant, whole, real food. And minimize, um, I would say, definitely minimize corn and uh, wheat, uh, those, those two grains in particular. Soy also is um, full of genetic modification. Peanuts, um, right? Peanuts? Lo- yeah, yeah. And, you know, so just trying to avoid that as much as possible and, uh, and sugar, because sugar is feeding all the bad bacteria and the yeast and the fungus in our intestines, uh, which is suppressing our immune system, driving a lot of this and molds can feed on sugars. So um, it's just changing your diet and Dr. Terry Walls uh, does an absolutely beautiful job in, in her books, The Walls Protocol and The Walls Protocol Cookbook, uh, you know, a diet that really supports your mitochondria because ultimately it's our energy production in our body by little teeny organelles called mitochondria which become effective. And uh, so we can radically change our diet to support that and give us resiliency to help our bodies do the detoxing that it needs. So uh, that's what I would you know, highly recommend. And, um, and as much as you can eat non-GMO food, uh, that would be, and I would highly recommend that you go to responsibletechnology.org and uh, look at the, uh, the information that uh, Jeffrey Smith has uh, on uh, Again, what you can do to help uh, change your uh, change your to improve uh, again your our, our immune system resiliency. Um, That's a lot of great information, and I just want our mm-hmm. listeners you're listening to Dr. Margaret Christensen of the Carpathia Collaborative Practice in Dallas, Texas. You're listening to Healthy Choices. If you want to join us at 877-956-9566. And if you want to listen to a podcast of our show, please check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com, or also on iTunes podcast. This is just fantastic information that you can share with your practitioner. We're not talking about medical advice. We're giving people choices in their health care today. And also, uh, doctor, if I can interrupt you, you mentioned uh, your, your environment. People realize that they spend a lot of time at home, but they also yeah. spend a lot of time in their car. And cars Absolutely. can be a huge source of mold. And there's some steps that you can do to get rid of the mold in your car, too, can't you? Uh, absolutely. And um, again, there are there are folks who specialize in uh, in, in in helping to decontaminate cars. 
but unfortunately um, it, it's a common problem. Changing the cabin air filter on a regular basis every three months can be something that's relatively inexpensive. It can be uh, can be helpful, and there's again ways to decontaminate cars uh, using you know, using uh, these um, uh, fogging kind of sprays uh, that can be helpful. Now, you know, some cars are kind of beyond uh, beyond recovery, but uh, you know if they've been submerged in water, et cetera, for any length of time. Uh, but uh, that can be uh, something uh, simple and, yeah. Very, very I, I have some thoughts about, you know, again, what are some things that people can, can take to help their, to help their bodies um, excrete the toxins? Well, that's right. You know, there's, there's also, uh, I guess on your website, you talked about some coconut-enhanced charcoal. And mm-hmm. there, for people that do get exposed to uh, these toxins, there are some safety nets and there are some uh, uh, some safety tips that you can have to 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 kind of squelch it right away maybe you can share that with our listeners well there's i mean uh, one of the important things is, is to help upregulate your body's ability to get rid of the toxins and um, uh, there's a, an important uh, antioxidant uh, that we make in our whole body it's called glutathione and that's actually something that you can take preferably in what we would call the lysosomal form. That's, right. that's a, a form that is um, fat-soluble and available to the body, just the kind of capsules doesn't work. Uh, N-acetylcysteine, or NAC, is a precursor to glutathione, and you can do that as well. That helps to helps the body to upregulate detoxing. And then you want to use a binding agent of some sort to help bind and pull out the toxins. And really, you should work with somebody who knows what they're doing um, and uh, to, to help you because this is a complex process. But there are um, different types of charcoal. There's zeolite. There are pectin binders. Uh, cholestyramine uh, is a prescription uh, form. Different binders have different affinities for different types of toxins. Uh, but all of those things, in combination with uh, doing some type of if sweating, hot Epsom salt baths, lymph drainage, saunas, you can use some glutathione and um, a binding agent. Those are, you know, those are relatively some, some simple things that you can do. And, and brain fog is also a big mm-hmm. problem. And, you know, we, we, we see patients all around the country talk to them, and, and unfortunately they have a really hard time just expressing themselves. So brain fog is a big problem with these exposures to these toxins. And, and we found the, uh, the RG3 synapsin nasal spray just stops those inflammatory markers to be very helpful as well. The people just need to understand brain fog is a big part of this, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, um, and what brain fog means is that there is some inflammation that's actually going on in the nervous system and in the brain. And uh, you know, definitely for my advanced cases and for my uh, dementia and for the, the people who are have just are having severe cognitive challenges, I'm using uh, things like uh, neural peptides. I'm using phosphatidylcholine as a way to tamp down inflammation. I'm using. Um, <clears throat> Uh, we do IV therapies. We can, uh, again, use glutathione, et cetera. But the peptides uh, are, uh, like RG3 and BPC-157, can be very useful uh, in helping to shut down inflammation. And that's something that we talk about, and I'm going to be hosting a, um, a toxic mold summit that's talking to experts all around the country about kind of what are the leading-edge things that we can do. Uh, VIP is another 
uh, very important peptide that uh, Dr. Shoemaker has, uh, you know, originally popularized and educated folks about that can be used towards the end of a, of a kind of a personal uh, remediation process. Uh, and uh, so those are wonderful tools. And there's a lot of advanced therapies that we can use for our really sick clients. And uh, those are the things I'm going to be educating folks on uh, through the Toxic Mold Summit, uh, which will In be airing talk- in January. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Toxic Mold Summit. Some more information will be available in November, December, and and this Absolutely. is a collaborative event of all the the experts to be able to collectively collaborate all some of the be, the best of the best protocols to give people hope. And 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 this is this is your idea. Am I correct? Uh, well, uh, uh, yes, I guess um, there there's you know there I think. Many of your listeners may have listened to a number of different summits that have been on, from the autoimmune to the detox summit to the chronic Lyme summit to um, things like truth about cancer, truth about vaccines. And, you know, the idea is that this is a way to educate the public as well as practitioners as well as the, um, you know, the uh, air quality industry about uh, all the different phases of uh, identifying it in your body, identifying it in your home, uh, what are the leading edge testing things that can be done for chronic complex illnesses? And then what are, uh, what's the hope and how do we, how do we change this? And what are the simple things that we can do? What are the more complex things that we, uh, can do to help us recover? So we can recover. And I'm very excited. I'll be talking to, uh, Dr. Mark Hyman and Dr. Terry Walls, Jeffrey Smith from, um, responsibletechnology.org and, uh, uh, many others who are in the leading edge of functional medicine. And, and it's amazing how many of us have gotten into functional medicine because we've been affected by uh, mold. <laughs> so, well, um, you know, we, and I think you should pat yourself on the back. You're, you want to change medicine uh, so that it acknowledges this condition and it also fixes people just like yourself. So you're, you're really a, a pioneer in, in being able to take your time uh, and to be able to educate everybody. So, you know, I want to thank you for, for your efforts. And I'd also like to give uh, our listeners your contact information for your clinic because it's not only yourself, but you have 10 other practitioners like-minded that are work as a team, and that's where the collaborative yeah. uh, clinic. So if you can give our, our listeners your contact information as well. Sure. Um, uh, our website is carpathiacollaborative.com, and the Carpathia was the ship that uh, picked up the survivors of the, tar- of the Titanic. So we talk about functional medicine as the Carpathia of, the, of uh, helping uh, from our foundering medical care system. <laughs> uh, right. The Titanic of our medical care system kind of picks things up. So uh, it's C-A-R-P-A-T-H-I-A, Carpathia, the word collaborative.com. And I do want to put a plug in uh, for uh, Dr. Terry Walls. We're going to be sponsoring her if you are, if you're a listener in the GFW area. Uh, Dr. Terry Walls will be speaking uh, in Dallas on uh, September the 6th. Uh, uh, you can, uh, in the evening, it's at 6.30 p.m., you can go to our website and find out more information. We have limited slots available. And uh, uh, she's also going to be there in Dallas at the Integrated Medicine and Mental Health Conference. So uh, where we're going to be talking about, again, the consequences of mold from the psychiatric and mental health issues. That's so thank amazing. Thank you so much, Ray. Well, we appreciate it. And, and always check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com, for further information on contact information for Dr. Margaret Christensen. 
Thank you so much for being on our show today. And, you know, again, I can't overemphasize how much we thank your dedication and your passion for helping all these patients because uh, uh, we really do appreciate that. Well, Doctor, we'll have you back on again, and we're going to get more information about the Toxic Mold Summit coming up soon. Doctor, have a great weekend, and uh, we look forward to having you back on again. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Ray. Take care. Okay, great. We'll be back next week uh, on Healthy Choices XM as we talk more about some of the new revol- new advances in integrative medicine that can make you, give you some choices in your health care. Everybody have a great week. <music>